This is the Oanda Podcast. This is the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. And I'm delighted to say that today we join Jeff Halley in Singapore. How are you doing, Jeff? Great to be here, mate. And uh, hello from Singapore. Yeah, good morning from London. Let's start where you are and big falls in the Hong Kong index today. Why? Yeah, look, uh, most of Asia is slightly on the negative side, but the worst falls have occurred uh, in Hong Kong today. And uh, that is mostly due to a um, the Financial Times running an article uh, overnight saying that China's government was going to break up Ant Financial, which is one of the largest non-bank lenders, if not the largest non-bank lender in um, in China. Now, we know the saga that's gone on behind the, the clampdown there. It sort of started with Ant Financial and their IPO got cancelled, etc., etc. What we've seen is China technology shares get hammered on uh, the Hong Kong uh, index, where most of them are listed, but particularly Alibaba, which is the ultimate owner of uh, Ant Financial, and uh, that that uh, stock has tracked uh, lower quite strongly today. So this is this ongoing pattern from the Chinese government of uh, shared prosperity, as they call it, but an ongoing clampdown and regulatory threats across a variety of sectors of the Chinese economy at the moment. Indeed, it's going to be a big week next week, a raft of numbers and figures coming out, mainly from central banks, I believe. Talk about the next seven days to come before we hit that big zone. What stands out for you? Yeah, there's a few data points. Uh, it's going to be a little bit like last week where we had a few data points, but not really enough for the markets to get their teeth into. And what we saw then was some quite choppy range trading across a variety of asset classes. If you looked at oil, it had a $2 range every day last week but it still finished the week pretty much where it started. And that's very typical of what we saw in currencies, precious metals, to a lesser extent in equities where we saw some uh, gentle profit taking uh, with a lack of new drivers. Highlights this week to me will be uh, US inflation uh, tomorrow night. Then China has a large data dump on Wednesday. Uh, we have our retail sales, uh, industrial production, uh, and our foreign direct uh, foreign foreign uh, fixed asset investments. Markets will be looking uh, for signs there because they're already nervous about it, that the China uh, recovery is uh, losing pace. And if that no, those numbers come in soft, we could see China or and Asian equities head south and perhaps some pressure on the regional currencies as well. Thursday sees um, Australian unemployment, which is always good for some short-term volatility in the Aussie. Uh, but also uh, we see U.S. retail sales uh, coming out on Thursday. And again, I believe if we see a soft number there, um, it might uh, reduce some of that tapering noise. And But in the short term, that's probably uh, negative for, for equities, although potentially it's bullish for them in the medium term because that will mean that no Fed taper is going to take place. And all eyes will be on China quite a lot of the time. There's a lot coming out of China that is of great interest to the global economies. I think this ongoing regulatory clampdown across a variety of industries uh, and, and sectors is, uh, is something that the markets really haven't quite got their heads around uh, yet. But to me, it's very obvious that uh, 
that as far as the Chinese Communist Party is concerned, capitalism is perhaps a necessary evil in the modern world, but where it intersects with the power of the Chinese Communist Party and the prosperity of greater China, uh, including you know, people from all parts of the economic sphere, then uh, capitalism becomes a distant second. And this is why I believe that buying Chinese equities right now, because they've got cheaper, it's a bit of a dangerous game. I, I don't think this... Uh, these restrictions have finished. I don't think the Chinese government has finished enacting everything. I think this is going to be an ongoing process uh, over the next foreseeable future. And thus, uh, I don't think the correction lower in Chinese equities has completed yet. Classic case in point, uh, equities were bought last week because Joe Biden and Xi Jinping had a phone call, which is lovely. Uh, but sure enough, today, over the weekend, we've seen yet another restriction come in and you know the Hang Seng's over 2% lower. We've seen oil up in recent days as well, Jeff. What's happening with oil? Why is it climbing still? I believe it's Hurricane Ida related that's driven most of the volatility recently. There's still about 1.6 million barrels per day of uh, production offline in the United States, and that's been modestly supportive of prices in the near term. Also, it appears that Russia is actually having trouble raising production uh, in, in Russia itself to meet its... OPEC plus quotas, and that has also been slightly supportive. Oil had an extremely uh, busy week last week, very noisy sessions up and down, 2% each day. But when you look at it after the dust settled, crude uh, ranged very choppily between $71 and $73.50 a barrel, and uh, it, it pretty much finished there uh, at the, on Friday. It's edged slightly higher this morning, but is yet to break out of that range. And I think that we're going to see more of that sort of uh, price action over the course of this week as markets are looking for the next big directional uh, input. We've been talking for a few minutes now. We haven't mentioned coronavirus uh, yet, Jeff, which is quite unusual. We seem to be in a bit of a holding pattern at the moment. Things aren't too bad where you look, even in the UK, uh, numbers are still high in terms of the virus infection rate, but it's not going up exponentially, it's staying the same. That's, I suppose, good news. Yes, it is very much so, because I think uh, none of us are really quite sure yet whether, uh, you know, our national leaders are, are all saying we need to learn to live with the virus and it will become endemic and we should all get vaccinated and that's lovely. But nobody's really quite sure whether if we all do get vaccinated, we will be able to live with it uh, on a daily basis like a flu uh, and accept that it's endemic. And I, there's been a few warning signs about that. And now a lot of the major uh, economies are talking about booster shots, etc., uh, etc. Et so I think there's a little nervousness now about, um, about the coronavirus. It's not enough to sink the economic recovery because I just don't think there's any willingness globally uh, for governments to shut down the economies again. They just can't keep on doing it because they can't afford it and people just aren't going to accept it anymore. Uh, but I think we're in a bit of a holding pattern right now as to seeing how this all uh, develops. The good news is uh, I've been out and about, you'll be pleased to know, over the last few days and, and weeks and, and it's busy. You know, the cafes, the bars in uh, central London are, aren't what they used to be, but we're getting back to where we were at least, uh, you know, a, a, a partially, uh, which I think is very good news all round, really, particularly for those people working in those industries. 
Yeah, look, we're seeing it all over the world. If you look at places like Singapore and India, India even, Indonesia, now clearly countries such as Malaysia and the Philippines still have major issues out here, but Thailand's reopening slowly as well. I guess what it will all come down to is that do the vaccinations, uh, do these high levels of vaccinations prevent serious COVID-19 meaning people might have to stay at home for a week or two as if they had a really bad flu, or will it be um, something rather more serious than that? If it's the former, I think we can continue moving forward and those vaccines will have done their job. But if it turns out that everybody needs a booster shot, then you know, maybe that equation will tilt slightly. Okay, Jeff, great to hear from you again. We'll speak to you again soon. Wonderful. Thanks for having me, Johnny. The Oanda Podcast.